Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Anthony Kent. And I'm Derek Morris. Our topic today is a crucial one for pastors. Anthony, tell us the topic. Our topic, of course, is how to connect with the community, how a local church can build bridges with the local community. Derek, I think this is one of the most significant topics that we could even consider. You know, someone challenged me one day. They said, if your church closed down, would anybody in the community even notice? Yeah, it's a, it's a real point, isn't it? Yeah. So with our program, we're going to look at biblical foundations for this, how a church can connect, and what are some of the results that can happen when a church does connect? Sounds like it's going to be a very practical program today. Of course. And our guest is Ivan Williams. And Ivan Williams is the leader of pastors for the North American Division. So a man of expertise and skill who we've previously had on Ministry in Motion, but we're delighted that he's coming to join us again. You know, in my past experience, just in recent years as a local church pastor, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful journey when a church embraces its community and really pours the love of God into that community. Exactly, yes. Well, thanks, Derek. And stay with us. We'll be back right after this, this break with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Ivan Williams is our guest, and Ivan, welcome to the program. Anthony, I'm glad to be back on Ministry in Motion. And we're delighted that you are back. Our topic today, of course, is how to connect with the local community. Right. And I guess what I'm interested to begin with is, are there any biblical foundations? Mm. Is, is there something in the, in the text that indicates the importance or that we should connect with the community? You know, Anthony, um, I believe they are. Um, I, I first think of Matthew chapter 5, um, where in verse 13, I believe Jesus says that you are the salt of the earth. And then Jesus goes on in that explanation uh, later, and he says, if salt loses its savor, it's good for nothing. Yeah. And then the, the, in the next verse, verse 14, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. And he's speaking to those in company with him, his followers, his disciples. And in order to be salt and in order to be light, are we lighting ourselves? Are we seasoning ourselves? No, I, I think Jesus is saying here that we are the salt of the earth. Those who are not yet followers, you are to be their salt. Mm. Um, those who are not disciples, you are to be their light. And uh, that, to me, is, a, is an emphasis on community outside of yourselves, uh, reaching people who, don't net, who do not yet know Christ. They, they are powerful and dramatic images, aren't they? But yes. they're, they're, they're challenging at the same time. They're, they're challenging Christians to be that, yes. to, to connect rather than isolating themselves and, and cutting themselves off from the community. So true. The, these are, are metaphors, as it were. It's a taste metaphor and uh, light, I guess it would be a sight metaphor. So these are, are things that are tangible, that Jesus has given an, an example of. 
there's also another scripture in the book of Acts, chapter 2. Uh, you know, the early church, uh, they were exploding with growth. And I believe it's verse 47 of chapter 2. And I want to read that, Anthony, if I may. Uh, Please. The book of Acts. At the end of the chapter, it says in verse 47, they were praising God and having the goodwill of all people. And the Lord was adding to their number every day those who were being saved. It's a wonderful picture, isn't it? It is. It is. And, and what's important is, is that they were mingling with all people. And, and Anthony, I would pose this question to our pastors and particularly to our con congregations. How can a church add to their size or to their congregation daily without reaching out in the community where the church exists? Mm. It can happen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And when you look at that early church model, the early believers there, what they were doing, of course, they, they met together. Yes. In and they had community together, mm -hmm. but, it, but it wasn't isolated and cut off from the rest of the community. So true. So Ivan, what, in reflecting upon that, how do you see the early church reaching out? How, how do you think that mm. they, they did their, their outreach, in a sense, to connect? You know, that is a, a, a great question, and as we give thought to that, I think they were willing to strive to meet the needs of people around them. You know, Christ was their example. He had gone from town to town. Um, he was preaching good news. He healed the sick and he addressed the brokenhearted. Uh, so I believe the early church followed Christ's model of, of, of meeting people's needs. Yeah. You know, I, I think we've done a great job as a church of telling the world about Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think we need to do a better job of touching the world. Ah, that's an excellent point. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when we look on at Acts chapter 3, immediately yes. after this passage that we've, we've heard you right. read, right. we have Peter and John going up to the temple at the time of prayer, Yes, which indicates that they were going to be engaged in prayer and yes. they met that, that man with the disabilities. That's correct. They touched him. They touched him. There was that, that healing, that ministry that took place. Very much so. Yeah. And uh, even though he asked for money, they met a deeper need. Exactly. And they healed him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's certainly a strong biblical foundation for connecting. Yes. Do you sense in the community a desire from the community to be contacted, to be connected uh, with the church? You know, Anthony, man, I tell you, we have no idea. I've had the privilege of, of meeting with city fathers, with uh, those in charge of communities and cities and, and towns. And one of the things that I have found out is that the church really doesn't realize that what we have to offer is yearned for, longed for, by the community. And many times the community doesn't know that a church can address their issues unless we tell them. Mm. Um, generally when there are tragedies, when there are um, cataclysmic disasters, 
hurricanes, tornadoes, um, earthquakes. You know, they call on spiritual leaders to, to be a source of healing, a source sure. of calm. Um, but, but we can do that, yes, but so much more. And uh, we can help communities know that we can help them to be a better society, mm. better community. You know, an image that comes to mind is reflecting on Jesus' light concept. Uh -huh. I can't imagine a ship not welcoming the sight of a lighthouse yes. as it's making its, its voyage. Oh, so yes. in the same way, the church, an individual Christian being the light, and that light being welcome, of course, in the community, as mm. a blessing, as a benefit to the community. And also, not just in crisis time, yes, but in the sense yes. of a, a, a constant connecting with the community, providing that light. Very much so. And, and I think that, that um, communities uh, are wanting and desiring to connect with churches because we can provide remedies to societal ma maladies, as it were. We can help with the issues from crime to um, physical sickness to, um, you know, helping people with physical needs, food and clothes and uh, shelter. Um, churches can do so. Yeah. Let's expand on that right after the break, Ivan. Stay with us. You're on Ministry in Motion. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion, where our guest is Ivan Williams, and we're discussing how a local church community can connect with its community. Yes. Ivan, it is a challenge. Yes. How do you think the church is going mm. at connecting with the community? Well, I don't know that we are doing the best. Um, as I have stated, we've done a good job with telling the world but we don't do a better job of touching the world. I believe when you touch people, when you meet them where they are, when you meet, meet their needs, uh, when you minister to them, uh, then you can better communicate with them and tell them about mm. Jesus. Mm. Um, and I, so I, I don't think we've done the best job. Okay. Do you sense that there's a, a reluctance on the part of the church to put themselves out there? Um, yeah. If there is a reluctance, why, why do you think that might be the case? Oh, that's, that's real, Anthony. Um, you know, when you think about what Jesus says, being salt, uh, salt has to mix, it mingles, it's, it's used as a preservative, it's used uh, in food as a seasoning. It's not alone. Salt by itself has no value but we use it for purposes. And that's what Jesus desires of us as Christians. He wants to pour us out, sprinkle us out in the world to, to really make a difference. I have a friend who pastors in a uh, uh, heavily urban community. And there were some churches that were being graffitied by gang members and some churches were not being graffitied. Okay. And so when the pastors met, they were saying, hey, man, why, why was my church graffitied and yours wasn't? And uh, come to find out it was because some of those churches were addressing 
the needs of those gang members, family members. Wow. And say, and so they decided we're not going to bother this church because they are uh, definitely helping us. They're touching us. They're touching us, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So what, what are some of the nuts and bolts things that a local church can do mm. to actually touch that community? Oh, man. I, I think first, Anthony, to, to introduce themselves uh, and share what they are desiring to do but I, I think even before you get to that state, you need to find out what are the needs okay. in the community. Sometimes uh, we, we, we're very arrogant in that, Anthony, we're in this community and we act as if we know all of the needs. And so we do things that we think we do well. And while we may have a great feeding program, that may not really be the need of that community. So I think first is finding out what the needs are in the community. Maybe through a survey, uh, invite them to a meal where you ask them and talk about, you know, is crime a problem? Uh, is uh, learning another language an issue? Uh, are children going to school? What We need to find out what the problems are. Yeah. And the only way we can do that, Anthony, is by communicating and connecting. Yeah. You know, I'm reminded of Jesus when when people were confronting him and there were challenges that he encountered in his ministry, right. the remarkable thing that I observe about Jesus is, is that he moved towards those people. He did. Um, he didn't move away from them. And I wonder if there's something that we can learn about through that example of connecting with community. Yeah, I think mingling is very important. Um, and, and people know when you genuinely care. Yeah. Um, and, and we really, as a church, need to better practice through our touch, disinterested love, meaning my desire to help you has no strings attached. You're not <laughs> looking for numbers to come into the church? That's or? correct. Uh, yeah. I'm not doing this because I'm expecting something in return. Yeah. Um, I believe people can see beyond those uh, methods or practices that are not real. Of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so looking at this whole issue of connectedness, what would you offer to a pastor mm -hmm. that was keen and, and eager to reach the community, but perhaps the church was a little lethargic ah. in... in wanting to reach out. Perhaps the church has tried things in the past and mm. hadn't been a happy journey. <laughs> what would you suggest that that pastor might, might like to try? You know, I, I think it's good to be a part of a community organization. Um, and I don't know what that organization may be in, in a given pastor's community. But an organization where you can listen an organization that you can be a part of the shared solution and an organization that really is valued by your particular community to say yes I want to be a part of this because you are helping humanity you are serving the common good of the people and I, I want to help in some way or I would like my church to be a part of helping um, I, I think that that is key. Also, getting to know the leaders in your community. 
making appointments to visit the mayor or uh, to visit the, the chief or to visit the person who is in charge of making decisions and uh, introducing yourself, letting them know that you are here and your role is to, to be a, a voice for Jesus, to, uh, to be a light, to be salt, and you're willing to serve and help in any way. It, you know, it sounds like you're describing a pastor that's getting into a cooperative venture. Um, yes. And by his or her own role and function, casts the vision yes. to, to the congregation and invites them to come on board with it. I, I think that that is so true. That's just what I'm saying, Anthony. You know, again, when we look at Acts 2.47, they added to the church daily. Every day, someone joined the church of the Lord. They had to mix. They had to mingle. They had to connect. They had to care. They had to serve in order for that for that to happen. That's, they had to preach as well. Of course, of course. <laughs> and they had the, the essential foundation that had been laid by Jesus in that community as well. Yes. Which was very significant. Yes. Thanks so much, Ivan. We're not through yet. Okay. Join us. Keep, keep with us. Ministry in Motion. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion, where our guest is Ivan Williams, and we're discussing how to connect with the local community. And joining us in this segment is Derek Morris. Derek, we're delighted that you're here as well. An important topic. Yes. Ivan, we, we want to pursue a little more the, the nuts and bolts, how a church can connect in the real world with its community. Do you have any examples on that you know of where, where a local church really made that connection? I'll give you an example of my own church uh, that I pastored recently. Um, we had once a month what was called a friendship day. And on that Sabbath, we would choose someone in the community to bring in to honor. No, they weren't a member. No, they really didn't have a whole lot of connectivity. Maybe they had a relative or they knew about the church, but they never worshiped with us. And so we would invite them in once a month and honor a different person. It would be a fireman. It would be a mother who was a, who was a foster mother for six or seven children. And uh, just to let them know we appreciated them and we're here in support of what they're doing in the community. Also, uh, I have a friend who hosts block parties. Basically, he gets out a big grill <laughs> and he uh, barbecues and people from all over the community come and they meet the church, they, they share. And, and what they do that for is they use it as a bridge or a connecting event because at the block party, they will share uh, about a future event that the church would have. So, so is the grill in, at the church itself or is it in an alternative venue? It's a mobile grill. <laughs> okay. They actually put it in a, a truck and they take it out. Is that what you meant? The, yeah, the, yeah. the barbecue grill? And the truck is badged in some way, identified, or is it just a, a regular truck? It's a regular truck. Okay. And uh, they, they, you know, had previously told the community they were going to have this event. And uh, 
but just no strings attached. We're one of your local churches. We want to get to know you. We want to feed you and just have fun. Yeah. You know, I want to affirm a comment that you made earlier, Ivan, about seeing what the needs are in the community. Yes. I had the privilege uh, of being connected with a church in Orlando, and they noticed that there were quite a number of working people who had no health insurance. Mm. So they, they weren't just uh, idle, they were working, but, but no right. health insurance. And so they started a free medical clinic for the working uninsured. Wonderful. And, and people would line up two, two hours before the door opened. But that's not going to help everyone, but, but it seems to me that that sends a message even to the people who have health insurance. Yes. That this community of Christians really cares about... Uh, the people in their city. Exactly. And I'd love to share an example as well. In the, the country of the Solomon Islands in the Pacific, their mm. capital city, Honiara, there was a day designated where all the members of the church, and there's quite a few thousand, went out into the streets of Honiara and they did a massive cleanup of the whole city. Picked yeah. up litter, raked leaves. Mm. It was a, a, a total beautification program and it made a remarkable impact on the oh, city, yes. made everyone feel good about the city, and the, it was appreciated. You know, I had a friend just come back from South America, and he was working with a group of young people. Several thousand young people would converge on a single city mm -hmm. and just find things that needed to be done, wow. a school that needed to be painted, uh, things that needed to be repaired, and people would ask, why are you doing this? Yes. And they would say, we're just coming because we love God, we love you, we want to serve this community. That opens so many doors. You know, I'm reminded of RAK, R-A-K, um, Random Acts of Kindness. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the word of, uh, of using young people. Sometimes we don't tap into their energy as a congregation. And, and as a pastor, give them an assignment. That's right. Keep them busy serving. And, and young people who serve tend to not only be faithful to the Lord in church in their journey of life, but they are excited that adults give them or give them trust enough. Empower them. Empower them. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. To, to do something outside of the walls of the congregation. And actually, when you think about it, why would a young person want to stay with a community that is making no impact yes, uh, on their city. That's it, true. That's basically, the church could close down and, and no one would even notice. They want to mm. be part of, of a community of faith that is extending the love of God, the healing ministry yeah. of God to the community. And typically, our young people, they have energy and yes. they're looking for a mission. They are. And of course, if, if we can in some way facilitate the finding of that mission, you, you, you know, it's, it's, can we be real? Absolutely. Please. The time is over for churches to be country clubs. Yeah. You know, we are here to truly be the salt and the light. That's right. To make a difference in the place where we have been given an assignment to serve. Our goal is to tell people we have a better way of life. We want to introduce you to someone who will just radically, you like that word, change your life. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. And, and to demonstrate by the way that we love the community and c 
connect with the community, that uh, our lives have been radically changed from a selfish, self-serving lifestyle to a serving, self-sacrificing lifestyle. You know, what you seem to be describing here is an attribute of conversion. Ooh, yes. You know, when we look in the New Testament, the Peter of the Gospels is a long way different to the Peter of the New Testament. Yes. And Luke talks about, in his record of, of the Gospel, when you are converted, turn and strengthen your brothers, yes. which is, of course, reaching out to the community. That is so true. Well, Ivan, we're delighted that you've been on Ministry in Motion. and that we, you've, could, we could go on and on with this. I love it. <laughs> we, we could. It's been a great time. And Derek, thanks so much as well. We'd like to invite you to join us for our next program, Ministry in Motion. But in between that time, you're welcome to visit our website, ministryinmotion.tv. On there, there is an array of resources that you can access at no charge. They're available to pastors, elders, congregational leaders. As well as that, we'd really appreciate your feedback. If there are some topics that you feel as though we should address or something that you'd like to share with us, please send us an email. You can do that with this address, feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. That's feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. Well, thanks once again, Ivan, for being our guest. Thank you. And uh, thank you for joining us as our guest this week as, as well. Until next time, may God bless you and your ministry.